Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out the Weedsman Podcast, Tuesdays and Fridays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Aaron, should I hit the record button? Yes, other Aaron. Yes, you should. I, got, I finally got some more perspective on that situation the other day. I saw the episode where uh, he killed Katya. Yeah. To get back on uh, to get back at Archer. Yeah, wasn't that when he? Uh, is that the episode where he's running away in the tracksuit laughing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. I guess I am really behind on Archer. Dude, the, the one I watched today. Oh, that, the one I watched today had. Uh, I think that's like season two. There was a. They had the uh, Ask Archer or Dear Archer little skits in in the commercials where uh, people mm-hmm. people supposedly write him letters. And the one was a, a chick writing him saying, "I think you're really hot. What uh, what do I got to do to hook up with you?" And he's like, "Well, if you're as hot as I am, just be in the be in the vicinity of wherever I happen to be." <laughs> and then he's like he has some rule he says uh if you feel if you feel like you have to pass gas because when you do it my way you probably will uh, <laughs> make, <laughs> make, make sure you do so through a dryer sheet you'll find them in the nightstand <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant dude the writing on that show was just insane yeah like I hope they've been recognized for something by somebody well they keep bringing them back true I, I season seven you know, the first few seasons, I was like, oh, God, please, please let there be another season. I don't think people didn't catch on to it right away. And I was like, I hope this just doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm late to the party on a lot of TV shows. Like, eh. I didn't find 30 Rock to like season five. I didn't discover Parks and Rec until like season four. Yeah. You know, it took me three seasons to finally get into Orange is the New Black. Yeah, like, but there's so much shit out there. I mean, first of all, you can binge watch most of it. And I mean,. How can you keep up with everything? I do that with plenty of shows. I'm like, eh, it doesn't look that interesting. And I'm already watching all these other shows and I just don't have the time for it. But then you find out how cool something is and you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go back and watch the last three seasons and catch up. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Like, I'm going to be excited to have Netflix again. It's going to be awesome. Especially with all that Marvel shit. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? 120? That just sounds like a lot when you say it. Mm-hmm. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Rich. God damn, 120. We're there. As far as you. I know, right? We're just now getting to like it a year ago, like when you joined. If you go back like a year, because I only have a year's worth of episodes in the feed, it's like right around when you joined. It's crazy. Yeah, because then we passed the uh, year anniversary of the uh, Great uh, that, Flood. Yeah, I saw that the other day. I was like, oh, that was the day Rich first came over. The five-hour trek that should have took, you know, it usually takes 25 to 30 minutes tops. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was ridiculous, dude. Yeah. yeah. I remember what you're talking about. It was the same day that fucking uh, Robin <laughs> Williams... <laughs> Took himself out. And then didn't you get pulled over on mm-hmm. the way home? Yeah, it was just a trifecta suck for me. Yeah, that was an eventful day. Yeah. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a lot of Twitter activity on the anniversary of Robin Williams' death. Yeah, and, I've uh, seen oh. some, uh, you know, bitching back and forth, start, people starting the whole, oh, really? fuck him, he killed himself. Oh, fuck God. Him, you know, oh, you're insensitive shit up again, and I'm just like, I, shit. nah, whatever. Well, no, most I, I think most of at least what I saw was just level-headed, you know, appreciation of a man who passed. Um, one of them was Sarah Michelle Geller, mm-hmm. who quoted Ralph Waldo Emerson, and uh, 
I thought it was really amusing because I'm reading this on CNN and they have her quote on there. And okay, so uh, somebody commented on her post at uh, so beautifully written and so true. Like, okay, but you you know she didn't write that, right? <laughs> like huh. Sarah Michelle Gellar just didn't all of a sudden become the nation's new poet laureate. <laughs> Maybe. Hey. Maybe she actually was commenting on Ralph Waldo Emerson. Maybe I'm just no, no, no. She's, out for her. no, she's no. There's not no, 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 no. I think you misunderstand. She quotes Ralph Waldo Emerson when talking yes. about Robin Williams, and mm-hmm. the post and the po- person commenting was like, "Oh, that's so beautiful, so b- yes. beautifully written." That's what I'm saying. I'm sticking up for the poster. Perhaps the poster. I said she, you know, assuming, but no, maybe perhaps the poster is commenting on Walt Waldo Emerson rather than Sarah Michelle Geller. Probably not, but just saying. Um, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, we're that. Simple. It was the she. It was the she that threw me. You said she. Yeah. I don't know. There's no mention of the bad. person's sex, but uh, what makes you think it was a girl? Um, moving on. Are there the bears answer? in New Jersey? Have you ever seen a bear? You've been in New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey right now. You're in Jersey right now. Look out your window. Is there a bear? If so, mm. oh I'll tell shit, you what to God, do. I hope not. Yeah. When's the last time you checked? Uh, I'm in the car. See? There so could the be a bear. Apparently, bear sightings are on the rise in New Jersey. Maybe it's in is it in southern Jersey. What cities in Jersey? Tell me more. Like I have a like, map. What? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. But I'd say, does are they saying where these bear sightings are? Yes. I doubt there's bears rolling through the streets in Newark. Yes. They said these bears were spotted in New Jersey. What's a big state, man? <laughs> what kind of what kind of writers? That's all they said. What shitty writers? <laughs> In New Jersey? I mean, you could say shit's happening in Michigan, but if it happens in Marquette, I mean, you know? Look, like you've got you've got to use your imagination a little bit, okay? <laughs> if somebody says, I hit a deer in Michigan, you don't think of them driving down Woodward. Like, you just got to imagine where the deer live. Where are the bears? Wherever there's a lot of trees, I guess, in New Jersey. I don't know. Okay, here's an example for you. Do you know where West Milford is? No. Well then, fuck you. <laughs> I well, gave I mean, you an exact location. You didn't even go, know it. So it means it's probably in the unpopulated part of New Jersey. I would assume so, in the so less populated part. In a roundabout way, it answered my question. Well, uh, I, apparently that's where a Rutgers University student who was hiking was fatally mauled last September. And there's been a number of bear break-ins. Does, the, does were, Colbert know about this? What? Does Colbert know about Stephen this? Stephen Colbert. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> Um, what, a, what, a, what a time for him to be off the air. Oh, he's coming back. No, right I know. Beginning of September, isn't he? No, I, I understand that. But he is currently off the air at a time when bear sightings are on the rise in New Jersey. We need him the most. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need his advice. <laughs> so this was a story on... Wow. Hey, here's something for you. Edge sucks. The Edge browser, don't even bother. Doesn't even oh, I thought you meant like the U2 guitarist. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was trying to see where I got the story from. Oh, Reuters. So the story on Reuters, uh, let's see. Where did it go? Yeah, it says, in this story, it says, a homeowner responding to a loud noise found a 200-pound bear munching a bag of cat food in the family room in a West Milford residence. Apparently, it's just West Milford. West Milford's in, filthy with bears and milfs. Recliner, that having to hand down his bear pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the police shot the animal dead. Well, it's, they've ex- oh. they're expanding the. Well, what are you gonna do? I'd shoot the fucking bear. Him. Yes, yes. Go all get. He was doing yes. was, all he was hurting with the cat food. Sure, you go and you get your tranquilizer gun that you frequently carry around with you, whether you're a cop or not. Who the fuck has a tranquilizer gun? Wait a minute, wait much wait more wait likely. The cops, the cops shot him. The cops shot him. <laughs> was it the black bear? Yeah. I tell you, these are black bears. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly white, what they are right. if you're brown stick around black get back with a warning <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> i'm cracking myself up over here shit that we laugh at that we're going to hell for, for. i'll take no, that right. for 200 alex <laughs> we shared a mind there chris <laughs> i was like wait the cop shot him <laughs> Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented five stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net that's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. Have you guys heard that Google is renaming itself? Yes, Yeah. But I forget the name. I think it was uh, Kitchen Fresh Internet, maybe? <laughs> no, it's Alphabet. Alphabet. Alphabet is... The, the, so they, dumb. they created a new company, gave it all of Google's money, and had it by Google, I think is is the technical uh, way to explain that. And so why are they... Well, it's like... Uh, it's just a rebranding is what it really is. But I guess Alphabet will... It's going to be the home for more of the uh, Google cars and the uh, more experimental stuff 
that they're doing where Google like is going to be... the mad scientist, eccentric millionaire type of shit? Yeah. All the mad scientist shit will be done by Alphabet and Google just do, you know, internet searches and advertisement probably. But there's, there's a new website that you can go to that's... Uh, it's Alphabet XYZ, which yeah, and I saw, is a reference. I saw there was a little no. I said you were saying there was a little nod to Silicon Valley yes. in the uh, the Alphabet XYZ. Well, the XYZ part of it, yeah, because that was yeah. that was the uh, the Huli website, wasn't it? Huli XYZ. Yes. So, are we going to cover so this? Are we going to cover this Trump shit or what? Well, okay, so. The last week, I guess, as of hearing this, when when was the the debates? Was it already last week for us? Last Thursday. Last yeah. Thursday. Yeah. So this yeah. is a while back now. Did you watch any of the debates, the the Republican debates that they had? God no. No, I didn't either. I mean, what? Watched the, the debate? No, watched highlights. Like I think right. I was watching Sports Center. Well, what's what's the fucking yeah. point? First of all, it's a fucking joke, and uh, it's well. First of all, it's not a debate. How do you have? You can't have a debate with ten people. Right. Well, it, it really about, wasn't it, a debate. Really, it was more of you know a what do you call it a platform for everybody to basically attack Trump, try to tear him down. That way, he's not the front the front runner anymore. Right. Yeah. That's apparently backfiring. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm, I'm really scared. At this point, I think I think what needs to happen is that people who've been sitting around uh, going, yeah, well, it'll never happen. They need to they need to really stop and think because, uh, yeah, you might need to take this a little bit more serious than you have been. <laughs> yeah. Look, good, good, good God, please. No, for the love of God, America, do not do this. This is pre- we, we were talking about this before one of the other shows. I don't know if it was recorded or not. This is going to be President Camacho. Don't do this, America. We're, we're, we're already living up to a lot of those things already. It, 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 this would just be like, you know, it, it would just prove, you know, unfortunately, Mike Judge is right. We're running down a dangerous path. Right. Uh, this reminds me of that comic book that I read, Prez, that I was telling you about on The Weedsman, because they all vote for this 18-year-old or 19-year-old girl because uh, she's not really going to win. I just don't want to vote for either of these two other assholes. And she <laughs> ends up winning by that by that same method. I mean, yeah. it, I think it's, it's much more, it's a long shot for Trump to ever see the final campaign, honestly. <sighs> People's interest in him is entertainment, and I, you know, a lot of it is. Oh, he's saying what we want to say. Schwarzenegger got two terms, man. Yeah, just saying, like you know, Jesse Ventura. He didn't. He left office because of term limits, not because he wanted to. Well, when you know, it's. (laughs) I'm scared, Paul. I'm scared. Al Franken, you know, he he. It's not out of the realm of possibility for it to happen, and it's really kind of. He's a smart yeah. fucking dude. Yeah, he was elected to either Congress or the Senate. He's a he was a congressman, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so, that's, I mean, but that's different. He's a comedian. So who that's, the fuck thought a comedian would would get elected to Congress? Is what I'm saying. Sure. Who the fuck thought a pre a, a, a actor would be elected president one day? And we all lived through fucking eight years of Reagan. Ronald Reagan, the actor. <laughs> the actor. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Who's vice president? Jack Benny. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, At this point, I can't put it past people because there's people that I know who, I mean, they're really, really, they're out there stomping for him. And I mean, when he came to Birch Run here in Michigan the other day, he's leading in the polls in Michigan by quite a bit for there being, you know, 10 people. Mm -hmm. Well, more than 10 people, actually. Well, let's look at the the ballot. 
let's look at his message on this trip. He went after Ford for uh, and and pointed out the fact that you know their ex- Ford's expansion, what they're doing with uh, their bailout basically is expanding in mexico and china was the other one he actually uh this was on he was uh interviewed by cnn recently he said we have so much power over china china has gotten rich off of us china has rebuilt itself with the money it sucked out of the united states and the jobs that it sucked out of the united states that's going to resonate with a lot of people yeah well and it's also amazing that he says this yet he's applied his companies have applied for what something like 1100 work visas to bring uh foreign laborers or foreign workers right to his businesses and i mean they're the they're the h2b type visas which is not the agricultural ones the ones that basically are compared to indentured servitude i mean you know he, he, he wants slow, someone, that's the only hope yeah, really he wants some of that slowly cheap, the cracks in his armor get get pointed out that's really it he wants some of that cheap chinese labor to come here to the u.s well yeah that's what he would like well look he's got to have enough dirt on him if you do the if, if someone does her due diligence and digging to get him at least to the point where he's going to have to run as a third party candidate and the most he'll do is siphon votes from the two major parties right i mean well, that's basically what what happened with perot i think they, that's that's uh, another part of the, the danger that uh that chris is foreseeing here because i mean sure as many people at are that are attracted to Trump and his messages just as many that are protesting him actively even here in in Michigan there was protesters at the event that he was at the um what was it the, some uh Lincoln uh, remembrance of Lincoln thing yes I yeah if I heard correctly I just heard it on the anyway, invitations so, anyway so I uh, they show there was a photo of a couple protesters and I'm just using this as an example and one of them has like this it's just a mess of yellow yarn with like a little face with like a kind of a screwed up jack-o'-lantern mouth underneath it. So it's like this very crude character of uh, how she sees Trump. And it just says no way. And, but the more clever one is the guy who has a sign that says with Trump's head on it. And it says, we shall overcome. <laughs> and it's a black guy, too. But my point in bringing that up, though, is that we're, we're laughing this off. Like, you're right, Rich. There's got to be a whole fucking uh, town's worth of skeletons in his closet. And I'm sure if it actually gets further along, we're going to see a lot more of that, uh, those stories coming forward because we see it about every candidate. And, but the people who are opposed to him, the people who are on his side are taking him seriously. And the people who are opposed to him are laughing him off and not actually taking this on. Like, that's the worst you got on Trump is his hair, honestly. I know, right? Like, I, that's, that's, a, that's a low blow and it's irrelevant and you should be able to find some real issues with somebody i mean well the, how the about he's that, a fucking racist <laughs> like the thing about trump that, that, that worries me is that he has the ability and i think this is this was pointed out i can't remember what i was I, it might have been like uh, a show on npr here locally but he has the ability to flip the script and get people on his side when he has no earthly right to have people on his side like the shit he he said about megan kelly basically we all know what he was saying you know she's bleeding from her mouth and uh, and maybe some other places basically he just said she's on the rag oh yeah and yeah. in the span of what six five six days he'd flipped the script so much that she had to go to the media and say i i'm not going to apologize to him what the fuck are you apologizing to him for <laughs> he basically went on national tv and said you're on the fucking rag right you apologize for uh not recusing yourself from the 
debate when you knew you were per- you're on your period. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> no, that like, is honestly. some Jedi mind trick, shit. Jedi mind trick shit. That is some like art of the deal type bullshit, man. That is like, I mean, that's what worries me is that yes, he is a shrewd businessman, mm-hmm. and that will get you far in this country, especially with the fucking idiots who tend to vote against their own best interest because they hope to one day be rich and. They're not going to be. Upward mobility, for the most part, is a very, it bottlenecks. And for everyone out there who's like, I'm going to start a company and become a millionaire. Yeah, well, there's a lot more of you that didn't make it than did. Just because you look at this one person and think, well, that one day could be me. Sorry, probably not going to be. What's the first step to success? Elect a president who knows how to make a lot of money. Well, why that's not? the other thing I hear people say who support him. Why? Why would we want poor people in the White House? Don't don't we want someone who's rich? What the fuck? Okay, so it, it should be an, a factor in so much as a person who is to be president has to be at least competent enough to hold down a decent job, and and you know this is this is an educated person. So yeah, that's why poor people aren't elected to office. That doesn't but mean it's, that it's a, the richer you are, the more qualified you are by, it's a total by that person's logic. Point because the people who are saying this are saying, why would we want a Democrat in the White House? Democrats are poor. I'm sorry. Does Bill Clinton look poor to you? Does fucking Jimmy Carter look poor to you? Democrats I mean, are poor. Really? <laughs> But that's one of, that's that's their that. that's their line of of that's their rationale is that I rather have someone who's rich than poor in the White House. None, none of these politicians are poor. Like you're looking at the people who you who you are stereotyping as their supporters, and I guarantee you that you go to some fucking Trump rallies. There's probably a lot more people without a full set of teeth than at a Bernie Sanders rally. Right. So who, who who are we fucking kidding here on this one? I mean, this is this is the bullshit rationalization I keep hearing from people to support this moron. And it's scary because they're taking it serious. And who would have thought in 2000 we'd have had a black president eight years later? I mean, stop and think about that. Chris Rock made an, an entire fucking bit about it. That is never going to happen in his lifetime. Eight years, like eight fucking years. It seemed like forever when Bush was in office. But eight years ain't a, but a drop in the bucket to the history books. I mean, that is in fucking sane. So it, it, the possibility could, yeah, he could fucking win the nomination. I highly doubt it. I, like I said, I think he'll run as a third party candidate, and I think he'll siphon votes off from the from the major parties, and he'll he'll play his role because the Republicans are going to have to take him seriously sooner or later, and the left can't just keep laughing at him. So they're going to have to work to get his ass off the Republican ticket, make him run as an independent, and then at that point. He'll lose the people who are like, I'll never vote for an independent because it's throwing away your vote. He'll only have his hardcore supporters. And these are people who weren't going to really be happy with either party anyway. Yeah, but they can't just kick him out. They can't uh, force them to run If he doesn't run the nomination, it. he said he's not going to back the Republican candidate and he'll run independently. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, in that respect, yes. You, he, he's going to, we're probably going to end up seeing that anyway. He's not, but, I don't think he's going to get the nomination. I hope not, but man, I just, dude, there's a lot of people on the right who are just fucking thirsty for a fucking <laughs> win, dude. I mean, they'll sell their fucking souls to get to get their guy with yeah. that little R beside his name in the fucking White House. Dude, I hope he gets the nomination because that means that uh, that means that uh, he's taken a lot of other serious Republicans who could actually be dangerous in the position of president out of uh, off the table. Hey, no, no Ted Cruz. Yeah. No Rick Santorum. No Marco Rubio. No Chris Christie. No Chris Christie. <laughs> Bill Burr had the best rip on Chris Christie I heard this week. He's got a big roast beef head. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that's that's a cheap shot, but yeah, he does have a roast beef head. It's okay. like, that's exactly what I thought. Like his head does look like a side of roast beef. <laughs> well, I, okay. Bill Maher had a theory that he thinks what, what's going to happen is what we've discussed. Trump's going to end up losing the nomination to the Republican Party, run as a third, an independent third-party candidate, whatever. And then the Republicans are going to be forced to throw uh, Ted Cruz in there because they're going to have to try to win back some of the Latino votes that they've lost. And if Hillary gets in, they're going to have to throw, I cannot remember her name, I just drew a complete blank. The female that's running for president that's Republican, she was in a debate, I... There we go. I just completely blanked on her name. Oh, God. Wait a minute. Carly Fiorina. There we go. All right. Thank you. So Bill Maher's theory is that it'll be Cruz and her, and that will have to, you know, that that is to get the, the fence sitters who, you know, the women, the woman vote, the female vote, and then to try to get back some of the Latinos they've lost due partial, well, in large part to Trump, because the last poll that they were talking about, 75% of uh, <laughs> Latinos were like, uh, fuck Trump. I mean, he's not exactly endearing himself to an entire, you know, ethnic group. So let's be honest here. He's not really playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. I don't think he fucking cares. Like, you hear the man talk. Oh, yeah. I'm rich, and I'm about to show you how rich I am. He actually said that when he announced his run for presidency. There are no fucks given when that guy speaks. Normally, I'm a fan of it, but just hearing what he says, it's like, no, man, no, do not put him in charge. For the love of God, do not, do not put him in public office. I, here's the thing: has he spoke at all about policy? No. Oh, oh Trump. Yeah, he's he's given uh, ex- absolutely zero information on how he would do anything. The he's talked a lot about he what he would do. He wants to build a wall along the Mexican border with a big door in the middle. No. <laughs> I think that was a joke. That's as close as I've heard him come to explain any of his policy behind the ideas that he loosely throws out there. No, he, he he's shown that he doesn't have as much as he's talked in the last however many months we've been listening to this nonsense come out of his mouth. There's been no solid concrete plan for this is how we get out of, uh, you know, our financial mess or how we uh, deal with terrorism, how we deal with racism in this country or any kind of inequality. None of that. It's all about, it's these grand plans where like, I would like to do all this and this and that, but who's he going to find to execute these plans? Because he clearly has no idea how to do it on his own. Well, I, that's what I'm, I, I, and that's what scares me is that people I know are out there stumping for him already. And they, he has, he's, he's all sizzle and no fucking steak. There's no substance to, to anything he's saying. And he already has people who are willing to go out and door knock and make phone calls for him on his behalf. I mean, that's right there, Chris, you said it, <laughs> President Camacho. Running out of burrito toppings and shit. <laughs> no, I, no, no, he says burrito covering. <laughs> No shit's fucked up. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, just, oh. Rich, do you? Like, I don't, I don't want to sound all Alec Baldwin here, but man, like you know, Canada's right there. We all live by it. <laughs> you know. I don't think they'd have us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's invade they, Canada. They might have Aaron. Hey, what are you guys doing here, dude? We elected Donald Trump. Can we just crash here for the next four years? Can we crash on your couch, Canada? Hey, did, uh, speaking of crashes, did you hear about the? Uh, the Tracy Morgan case. Remember the guy who that, plowed into the uh, the back of their... Uh, I heard he was up for like two days or some shit. Yes, that. Um, yeah, so he did... Uh, he was on a 12-hour shift, right? Working for Walmart. He's driving on a 12-hour a shift. Drove for like, what, 
like 16 or 18 hours prior to that on his own time damn like i don't i'm not even sure how that works well is like what would what the fuck was he doing here's the thing is is he is he an over the road driver is he local driver if he's a local driver and he's driving a dedicated run then i don't it was 12 hours he decided he he drove twelve hours to before work and then started a fourteen hour shift. That sounds like a that sounds like a local driver. Meaning that he he probably runs, you know, dedicated runs, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe from point A to point B with a, you know, he stops and drops off his, his his freight and then turns around and goes home. So he was you're saying that he that, was working but just now working for Walmart. No, what I'm saying is it sounds like he's a local driver for Walmart. Not one that for example, no, not no, one no. that starts in Michigan and ends in California no. three days later. Like he might hit Michigan parts of Michigan from the from the southeast part of Michigan to the southwest, might go down into Indiana. They are clearly stating here that he he worked a fourteen hour shift for Walmart. Well then Walmart's prior, not drivers and, break DOT and, law. And prior to that that he drove twelve hours. Now it might be the case that he was actually asked or coaxed by Walmart to work for them for what was it twenty six hours straight and this is their way of covering up saying, Oh no no no, we only scheduled him for this. Any other driving that he did that was on his own time. Well here's the thing. Walmart is a huge company. Yes. All their trucks, I'm guaranteeing you, even the owner operators who lease on to companies that I know, like my father was, they have to put Qualcomm's in their truck. They can tell you how fast they were going, when that truck was idle, when that truck was rolling, when that truck was on, when that truck was off. They can even tell you what side of the street that the truck is parked on. Mm-hmm. Where are all these records? There's let's just let's just real simple. If it's a criminal case, they should have been subpoenaed by the prosecutor. They should have been put in the, it, it should be public knowledge as far as when he presents them in court. And if Walmart did say run over what DOT gives you, Department of Transportation gives you the allotted time to run, then Walmart needs to fucking be be responsible for that. Bottom line. But finding proof of that is the problem. That might be what what is going on here. But what they're differentiating here is, yes, they're saying, yes, he drove 26 hours, right? Just Walmart, not for Wal- us. Walmart, yeah, Walmart's saying, yes, he drove 26 hours. He only drove 14 hours for us. And that's totally within regulation, so we're not at fault. Well, unless the DOT uh, laws have changed, you're only allowed 11 hours on the road um, in any shift. Then you have to take an X, you have to take X amount of time off. Supposedly, in you know, they they want you to have downtime so you can rest, get some sleep, whatever. Yeah, then you right. have to start back up. Right. So I'd if one, I'd one, I'd love to see this guy's logbook. Two, I'd love to see the Qualcomm records. And three, I want to know what that dispatcher and him had, what conversation that dispatcher and him had that said, go ahead and run a 14 hour fucking shift. Because right. that is right there, no, uh uh-uh. I mean, you guys. You're saying even the 14 hour shift is not acceptable. No. No, maybe if you're driving local in a box truck, but if you are driving a tractor trailer, if you got a fifth wheel and a, and a, and a 48 foot trailer, yeah, you no longer fall within state or whatever. You fall within federal guidelines, and DOT is federal. Oh, here, I've got, okay, so there's some more details on how this went down. I'll just read this to you from CNN. <clears throat> 
Roper began his waking period on the night of June 5th and drove 800 miles in his own vehicle from his home in Georgia to a Walmart facility in Smyrna, Delaware, where he logged in for duty at 11.22 a.m. on June 6th. He He made deliveries and pickups throughout the day and was making his final delivery for his shift when the wreck happened at about... 12:54 a.m. So, yeah, almost 14 hours later. About a half hour short of his 14-hour duty limit, said NTSB. So, according to this, this is what CNN has on their site. The NT this was the NTSB saying there's that there was a 14-hour limit on him. Now, maybe the fact that I think the maybe the difference here is that you were talking straight and this is a guy who's making multiple drop-offs, right? So maybe they, yeah. maybe they have more leniency. They say, okay, you can work fourteen hours, but it but you're taking breaks in between. But if you drive straight through nonstop, you can't go more than eleven. Yeah, I, I that's what. Okay, because the way I can explain it is my my uncle drives a dedicated local quote unquote local route. He drives out of Chattanooga, delivers into Georgia for a company, and he makes stops. Now I don't know when if they I don't know because I, it's been many years since I've been in a truck with a truck driver and had to, you know, know the the laws and everything. And they change a lot. But I don't believe that you make a stop and a drop off counts as your rest time. Well, I'm just telling you, this is from the NTSB that that he had a 14 hour duty limit. Okay, well, then, yeah, I don't know that that that's awful convenient. Okay, so he did all this driving on his own time. He gets up there. Walmart goes. We gave him his four. We we gave him his fourteen hour limit, and he drove that, and then he had this accident. They had to have drug tested this guy, right? I mean, oh, I, that's the first time. Th- is thing this guy they do. a fucking speed freak? What the fuck is he doing driving eight hundred miles to get to his work to drive a truck? That that's just insane behavior, right? That's not. No, that's not fucking. Ab- that's absolutely not normal. Right. That makes no sense. I mean, here's the thing: if if he was I mean, okay, it's like a sociopath. This? this is like complete disregard for his own life and the life of anybody else that he might plow into, which he did. He killed fucking Jimmy Mac. Yeah, but once again, that's if you take what Walmart's saying at face value. Why is he driving 14, you said 1,400 miles? No, I'm sorry, 800 miles. 800. Why is he driving 1,400 miles? You're telling me that, that Walmart doesn't have another driver who's closer to cover that? I mean, any any dispatcher I know, and dispatchers will tell you to run illegal. They don't give a shit. I've, I've listened to them on speakerphone tell truck drivers, run illegal. We don't give a shit. Oh, you're yeah. overweight? We don't care. Slide your fucking axle and tr- do your best and... Just drive past the way station if you if you have to shit like that. Yeah, but think but about it from this respect. Walmart don't have another driver to come in and cover his shift. Yeah, but okay. So from from whoever was the dispatcher for Walmart or whatever, he knows that he gave an assignment to a certain guy, and then that guy showed up for work on time, right? It's not like it would be common practice to like grill a guy about how much sl- sleep he got before coming into work. I mean, what what I could you what could you really do about shit, that? Yeah. What's that? If your company doesn't give a shit, then yeah. How would yeah, they know? They care. How would they know? How would they know? It's called ask a fucking question. Take a look at the guy. Does no, the guy no, look but, like he just drove eight hundred fucking miles? <laughs> yeah, no, right? No, he keeps it. He keeps it together enough to check in and go. Okay, there's my truck drives off and then he fucking falls asleep while he's out on the road i mean it's not like they're with him the whole time well 
I'm not. Dis- I'm not trying to disagree with you. Just, just somewhere. I'm not trying to get, disagree with you on the principle of it. I'm saying I'm in practicality, that's not a very up. manageable situation. And you're right; it doesn't add up. It does. I'm not sure if I if I believe this story of uh, of him being up that long because if that's true, this guy's a total sociopath. That's not normal behavior. Or a speed addict. Or something. Just chewing yellow jackets every two hours. Washing them down with Red Bull. Yeah, well, the Red Bull maybe, but yeah, the other shit, yeah, you get caught doing that, you're fucked. And meanwhile... It's one of those things, it's like they look the other way on. They yeah. really do. And and Walmart's defense on this is, well, they weren't wearing seatbelts in their limo van. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, this is why this is why shit like this, like it gives me like. So I can't have nice things, Rich. I need to pop another blood pressure pill. Really? Right. Fucking your driver driving your company vehicle slammed into a, a limo, killed one person, maimed another for life, and they weren't wearing seatbelts. Okay. Have you ever seen a fucking tractor trailer accident? I mean. Most people that get hit by them fucking things, their lives are fucked in one way or another if they still have a life. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Those things are just fucking tons and tons of a a guided missile hitting something. Right. All you could say is that, okay, so you got a tractor trailer driving 65 miles an hour, doesn't fucking stop, plows right into the back of this limo van. All you could say for sure is that if they had their seatbelts on, their injuries would have been different. Maybe somebody else would have died. Maybe they all would have lived. Maybe they all would have died. Who the fuck knows? It's a fucking it's carnage either way. And if am I in, am I correct if I'm remembering the story correctly? They were in a limo in the back. Yeah. Okay. There's what to show yeah. me the law that says you have to have your seatbelt on in the show back of the, the limo. Show show me where the fucking seatbelts are in the limo cuz I ain't yeah, seen exactly. them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been I, in a limo. I never seen no seatbelts. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe they were there and I just didn't notice. But yeah, that's see, this is that that finger pointing shit. It's like, oh my god, really? I mean, Walmart. This is the equivalent of Walmart saying she shouldn't have dressed like that if she didn't want to get raped. I, I was just right. thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Walmart. Well, that's going, fine. Shouldn't have worn that dress. You know, shouldn't have been in that neighborhood that time of night. Right. To Walmart, this it's like the difference between, I don't know, how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it gets it from possibly uh, an, an eight-figure case or a nine-figure case down to eight figures. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just a, it's just all to save money. Like you were going to point out as many things as the other party could have done to prevent this horrible death from happening, these horrible injuries from happening in order to pay out less money for something that we're probably responsible for anyway. Exactly. See, and this is this just shows me how out of control big corporations have got have have gotten. Why didn't Walmart just go to fucking his family and go, here's a check. What's it going to take? We need to we need to end this immediately well how could we this have- does not need to be going to to, to court right it does not right walmart has fucking money and they could have got in front of this and not had it gone to court and done right by the people that they wronged but you know it's, it's all not even in walmart's opinion i guarantee you it's or in their view it wouldn't even have been if they'd have done that to do right by someone it'd have been just we need to keep this out of the the, the public mind right no we you're, need to you're keep absolutely this as quiet right as possible. yeah it to not have the the PR savvy to get in front of something so basic. I mean, I, I don't even think it's PR savvy, man. I think it's just they just think well, fuck it. It's a lack Walmart, of savviness. Don't fuck with us, right? It's almost like it's a, a complete just a cavalier attitude towards the situation. It's like they don't even have a PR department. They're just a huge corporation. Is like, why do we don't have to explain ourselves? We just steamroll over people. Mm-hmm. And that's. Ugh. I, this is where we re- we really need Jay here for this topic. But yeah, that's that's where <laughs> oh, it's yeah, just that's like we're going man. buck wild on Walmart without him. Feels weird. 
he, I, somewhere his ears are burning. He's like, oh, the bat phone's going off, and I'm so tired. Ugh. Well, okay, speaking of trials, I read an interesting story in New Hampshire. They just passed a law that is going to make it, it's going to require that um, during the sentencing part of, uh, of a criminal trial, there's the option for, let's say, uh, a murder happens. They give the, the, other, the family of the victim a chance to say to the court and to the jury they're you know just how they feel about it basically and uh there was this happened so this is all based off a specific case there was a guy who was being sentenced for the murder of a 19 year old college student and he said he, he requested not to attend his sentence and his quote was that he didn't want to hear the victim's family yell and whine and bitch and moan <laughs> Really? And apparently, there's nothing saying, there's no law saying that you have to attend your sentencing. So they changed it and said, okay, that's something we overlooked. Now it's mandatory. If you're getting sentenced for a crime and, you know, the family members of the victim choose to stand up and say their piece in court, you have to be there listening to it as well. See, I thought it was mandatory already to be there for your sentencing, so. Right. I thought you would have, I mean, unless, I'm sure there's extreme circumstances that they could make exceptions for, but yeah. What I mean, what do you remember what when, am I when missing Jeffrey Dahmer here? went through his sentencing? What's that? You remember when Jeffrey Dahmer went through his sentence, sentencing? No. You don't remember that? Like, I wasn't the, there. The family of the victims, like this is yeah. famous footage. One chick fucking lost her mind and had to be restrained. I mean, went just basically went after him. So it seems like if he could have opted out of that, he probably should have. You know, his lawyers probably should have been like, uh, hey, Jeff, this ain't going to be pretty, man. Like, you not only drugged and raped their family member, you then chopped them up and started eating them, you know, and then tried to plead insanity and say you were out of control. You know, th this might not look well for you. You know, see, I don't know, man. That's just... That's strange to me. I just assumed, hey, once you're found guilty, aren't you basically property of the state at that point? Right. This is the guy who they have in a cell, and when they bring him out, he's in chains. Yeah. And and he says, I don't want to go to my sentencing, and nobody says to him, too fucking bad? <laughs> no shit. I know, right? Like, if I was a guard on duty, and I'd be like, come on, time to go to your sentence. I don't want to hear him whine and bitch and moan. I wouldn't even think of what the law was. and be like, get your ass up. Are you fucking kidding me you're going to hey, court uh, i don't care what you have to say hey billy bob it's time to walk the green mile right eh, you know what i just don't feel like it today having a bad hair day last meal steak was a little overcooked can we, can we right. just put this off till tomorrow yeah no right like, you do not get that option it's just fucked up you have less options if you're sitting in fucking a city jail right for a traffic ticket you know what i'm saying right. then you do if, if you commit a crime like oh, murder no. or something the sentencing phase comes around and it's eh, i just don't feel like being there I don't really feel like being told how much of an asshole I am today. I'm good. <laughs> you do have an option for getting out of court. You plead guilty, and then they close the case. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. See, this, oh, Jesus. This is this is why I love our legal system, because it's just... I, I have a friend who's, who's right now studying for the bar, and I, when I talk to him every once mm -hmm. in a while, he just tells me some of this shit, and I'm just like, this is absurdity. Like, there, there is so much bullshit involved... I don't know how you... I'm like, how are you going to do your job and look yourself in the mirror and think you're actually doing something that benefits society? I just don't get it. And he's just, well, that's why I'm going into family law and blah, 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 and I'm, you know, protect elderly people and all this bullshit. And I'm like, all right, dude, whatever, more power to you. But I, it's just it, fucking nuts, man. I don't know. <sighs>
Sorry, I'm killing flies over here. <laughs> I was listening. Um, what else was in the news today? Uh, the Ferguson shooting. Yeah. That happened yeah. Uh, on Monday. This mm-hmm. was on there. There was protests marking the anniversary of Michael Brown's death. Uh-huh. And an 18 year old boy, man, Tyrone Harris, was shot there when he pulled out a gun and tried to do. I don't know what. Did you guys see any of the footage? There is some actual footage of what you can't really clearly see but i saw still shots he was wearing a white shirt looked yeah. like he was in front of a store and he had a gun in hand right well, i mean here's like, the ultimate question did he pull it out in the vicinity of a police officer yes the end he i mean well it, well it's not the end for him yet he's actually in critical condition last i heard in the hospital i mean but the metaphorical end you know what i'm you know what i'm saying like the police say that they shot the teen after he unleashed a remarkable amount of gunfire <laughs> that's a quote from one of the officers now i guess the family the Ty- tyrone's father harris says from what i heard he was there with some friends and they had a confrontation they started shooting at the friends and he just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time harris's father tyrone said okay i'm not clear on what he's trying to say here but it sounds like he was saying no 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 he didn't mean to shoot no cops he was he, trying to shoot his friends. Yeah. He wanted to shoot regular people. No, he he was didn't want to shoot police. No, th- this is just a black-on-black crime that you're trying to turn into a cop killer thing. <laughs> That's pretty. I pretty much picked up the same thing, that, that people were saying that it was an altercation between him and some other people, and he brandished his gun, and the cops saw it, and I've even heard someone say that he was actually hit before the police officer uh, opened fire on him. So, or the uh, police opened fire on him. So, oh, oh, oh! So, some, uh, a private citizen shot him yeah. first. Uh, yeah, I've even heard that. Like, this is this is this is where I'm really no good at the moment because this is one of those stories, and I'm just like, ugh. like I, I, well, I know I, I knew I should have read up on it, but I'm always tempted to scroll down after yeah, the story, can't. and you can't. This and I'm just like, oh, click! I can't do it. <laughs> Out of all the unfortunate incidents of citizens being shot by cops, I know Jay hates it when I call them the citizens and then refer to the others as cops, like they're not citizens. Yeah, but no. uh, <laughs> of, of all the the recent incidents that uh, we've heard about, this one doesn't seem so bad. I mean, if this story is what it is and what it seems to be from the video footage, uh, if I was a cop, I probably would have shot the guy, even if he wasn't pointing the gun at me or my cop buddies. Well, You're in a if big he's crowd. Unleashing the remarkable amount of gunfire that he say is he's endangering other citizens. Isn't it now your job to stop him from unleashing this remarkable amount of gunfire? Or, I'm sorry, remarkable amount of gunfire. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm i pretty sure that he was shot. Like, well, I, maybe what Rich said is true. Maybe, like, somebody else shot him. Like, they both drew. He got shot, drew his weapon out. The cops saw him, shot at him. He started shooting back at the cops. I think it, it seems to be how this went down. I mean, if you pull out a weapon and you pull it at anybody, if you pull, yeah, if you pull out in a the weapon, vicinity of an go. officer or the officer yeah. itself, yeah. I mean, we know how yeah. this story ends in the hospital. Right. If you're lucky, yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, yes. And see, this here's and even here's, in the movies, like how many times shit happens like this in the movies? Guy gets shot and. 
he goes to like pull out a weapon on somebody and then the cops show up. What does he do? Puts his hands up, puts his gun down on the ground or just falls over because the guy's shot. You know, you don't turn your weapon on the eight other people in the vicinity that all have weapons ready to draw on you. <laughs> like he probably, he'd, he'd still be shot, but maybe he wouldn't be in critical condition today if he just, when he saw that all these cops had drawn on him, put his weapon Yeah, maybe down. it would just be shoot to wound instead of shoot to kill. Maybe. Who, who knows? Well, well he's, not, is... he's still not dead. We're talking about him like he's dead. He's still alive. Who knows what's going to happen to the poor guy? But kind of an idiot. This is, this is what I've, I've taken from this story because my buddy who is a cop, and I would... I would not a citizen? <laughs> I would say that probably about a year, maybe a little bit, of, maybe a little bit more than a year ago, maybe like year and a half ago, I had a uh, conversation with him, like a couple hour long conversation, and he came across as very level-headed, very understanding of people's, you know, weariness of, of police. Um, that sounds was, like- able, was able to see both sides of, of, of a situation. Yeah. That's gone now. That's gone. Like, I don't know if he's speaking or posting out of anger, but if if the, if this is him and this is just how his view has changed, like he is just there's no more there's no more level headedness there's no more like you I can see both sides of the issue. He's more about emotional. almost anything. He, he's just he's like fuck this. I'm tired of being attacked. I'm out here. I put my life on the line every fucking day, and everyone looks at me like I'm some racist asshole trying to kill black people, you know, and this this type of shit, blah blah blah. And I'm through with it. Fuck them. Fuck everybody. And I'm just like wow. So if that is how he feels, and he was a fairly liberal leaning police officer to begin with, how do the ones who weren't willing to look and see you know the other side of the coin okay how are they feeling at this point not to put your buddy on blast Uh but that is the biggest pile of horseshit i ever heard and okay let's say you belong to a fraternity Mm. and not only in your local chapter or whatever they have but all across the nation guys who belong to this fraternity are being outed as being uh racist horribly racist which has happened right Mm. What do you do? <laughs> do you just say, well, fuck it. Uh, everybody looks at me as a racist now because I'm in this fraternity. Maybe you quit the fucking fraternity. Maybe it means so much to you that you try and change something from the inside and try and change the image and try and weed out the bad seeds. Or maybe you just fucking quit. But to just give in and go with the flow is what it sounds like his position is. Well, I don't know about all that. I think his position is he's a tired... He- he okay we've talked about him before he's the one that he worked at uh in a major city in indiana then he was like Mm -hmm. nope i'm not doing this anymore this isn't real police work and he went to a smaller town and it's a very small police force and from what i'm gathering is that he's getting treated right off jump more and more like okay he's done something wrong Mm-hmm. Even at routine traffic stops, and I mean, this is a guy who, because of what he, what I'm about to say, I won't name him at all. But you know, he's like, I don't bust people for fucking weed. Now, if you got a couple fucking bales of this shit, yeah, you're gonna go to fucking jail. But I don't, you know, he's like, I don't, I don't walk around looking to be Billy Badass shit like that. But people like. One of the stories he said is, you know, he walked up and he asked for a guy's ID. And this guy was like, you have no right to ask me for my ID. I'm recording you, blah, blah, blah. And immediately just started hammering at him. And he's like, what the fuck did I? I, Okay, this is why I pulled you over. Do you know why I pulled you over? This is why, blah, blah, blah. He goes, I didn't ask to search his car. I didn't. This guy's, you know, 
reading the the prison planet fucking you know manifesto of what you say the minute a police officer walks up am i being detained am i being detained right and all this shit and it's like i can understand where he's like you know this is bullshit man keep, keep acting like that you're gonna be <laughs> yeah you know? that's you're not exactly endearing yourself to the police officer yeah. and don't get me wrong once again you know he is biracial he's like i understand i grew up in detroit and i grew up in till i was a certain age and i grew up in the suburbs till i was a certain age and i know that you get treated differently depending on if that officer's racist or not i understand that but at the same time he's walking up to a situation and he's he's getting hammered and it, yeah dude i i have to say if just because of your job you're treated a certain way constantly you're going to start to resent being treated that way and you're going to be like this is bullshit i mean that's i don't understand how that is not and like, and then quit well i mean who knows <laughs> that might be down the fucking line and last i knew he was still going to college and looking at a, at a uh further in his degree so he might end up on the on Look, the other side of the police officer sitting there going when you called for a lawyer i showed up any, i don't know any person uh stepping into a situation where there's prejudice involved has to work at least twice as hard to overcome that and in a situation like this either the way I see it, and again, not a cop, never done the job, and I'm not specifically just trying to go after your buddy because I think we're we're using him as an example for a lot of the police officers out there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if you're not willing to do the work that it now takes to double down on this to overcome people's uh, prejudice of you, then maybe this isn't the job for you, and you should seek other employment. But at the same time, you have to understand, him and I go back 20 years. This could be just him venting well, to trying, me. You I'm, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm but just I'm trying going to separate this I, from you and your friendship and him and just talk about the greater thing, because I think this is, I think that's a, a good example of, of a, how a lot of cops probably think. Right, uh, the majority of cops, I would say. I would, I would say you, you have this. your your radical, racist, out of control, shooting unarmed people cops, and then you have your super cops that are, uh, you know, can't can't be daunted or are always going above and beyond and know the people in their their neighborhood or their beat or whatever it might be and feel like they're they're actually making a change in their society. And then you have this big mass of the in betweeners who are much like your buddy who are jaded, who are sick of uh, being looked at as, uh, you know, um, totalitarian assholes and racists. And I can sympathize with that, but I think maybe we need to uh, figure out if these people can overcome that or maybe find a job that suits them better. Well, what I'm going on is, like I said, what he said, which very well could have been just him venting. You know what I'm saying? This is just... You know how it is. You get pissed off. You say the you know most outlandish shit Absolutely. that you don't mean. But I'm also going by, like I said, when I was pulled over just recently, I've never, as an adult, now as a teenager, yes. In a car full of teenagers, yes. I've had cops walk up with their, their weapon drawn by their side. But as an adult, I've never had that happen. And I'm just like, wow. And I, the area I work in, I see people pulled over all the time. I sat at a red light today and watched the guy behind me get pulled over at a red light. He pulled off and the cop got out and had his weapon out and was walking up on him. And I'm like, is that standard operating procedure now? I mean, used to be, yeah, you had your hand on it. You were ready, but to pull the shit out. I mean, now, once again, I don't know what he was pulled over for. Guy could have had fucking 15 warrants for violent crimes or, you know, a record. I don't know. But still, it's just like, I don't remember seeing this shit 
like I was and feeling the tension. Like we have we have officers that come into to my job and there's some that's like you can just you can feel the tension coming off them in waves. And I'm like, is that the people we really want patrolling the streets here? We want these people this agitated because they're already in a mood of looking for some shit. That's the nature of the job. Now you agitate them and you throw them out in the street. You know what? What is it you said? Around this time last year, when, when the Michael Brown shit first hit, if you walk around acting like a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Oh right, yeah, that's not my quote, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying you said yeah. it, and it's 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 an apt way to describe it. If you you know, if he walks, if you have a cop walking around looking for fucking trouble and wanting to right. be the dude who you know takes care of the trouble, and I'm not talking about looking for people breaking the law. I'm talking about looking for any little excuse to go the fuck off. He's gonna find it. Well, the, the other thing too is that um, when as as a citizen. Um, uh, when you're so used to the the police, you know, looking to bust you on something, then you're naturally like people just get nervous around cops when they're completely innocent of everything, right? And yeah, some I of, had, the, I had, some I of that's a, just authority fr- that they have a hard time dealing with, and you get a little bit of a, an adrenaline rush because you have to feel like this is going to be confrontational in some way, but. A lot of that is, is this guy going to fuck with me? Is this, is this, am I going to be, you know, the next one on up on YouTube getting shot? Mm-hmm. No, and I, I totally understand that because when I, when I worked a job where I had to work with police, you know, naturally you're sitting there, there's a lot of paperwork, there's some downtime, you're going to just shoot the shit. And, you know, talking to them, they would be like, you know, I'm like, man, I'm going to be honest with you, you guys get behind me and I'm not on the job, I'm, I'm instantly nervous, you know, like, right. you know, am yeah. I at 10 and 2? Am I, am I swerving? in my lane and he's right. like be honest with you most people who have who are innocent will get nervous around the cop it's when i walk up on someone who's cool calm and collected that's the person i'm, I'm probably worried about yeah. criminals are the ones who they're so used to dealing with us they don't get nervous around us anymore right right he goes your your your, your average taxpayer you know you can rattle them real easy just by pulling up behind them but people who've been in and out of the system know, you know, and 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 know how to play the game. They're like, oh, what the fuck ever, dude. Like they they they'll they'll look at you right in the face, cool as a cucumber, and lie to you, and you have no idea whether they're telling the truth or not. He goes, you know, your average citizen, they they have so many fucking tells, it's ridiculous, you know. Right. Do you know how fast you were going? No, I have no idea. You're lying your ass off. I can tell right now. In fact, you're sweating like a pregnant whore or a whore in church. Tells me fucking everything I need to know. A pregnant whore in church. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But um, yeah, I just, I, it, to me, it's just like, it's kind of sad because I, I know that, you know, he always wanted to be a police officer. He always wanted to be a police officer as far as I've ever seen in 20 years of knowing this man for the right reasons. Yeah. He wanted to better his community. He wanted to do real police work, not bullshit revenue collecting like they've been basically reduced to. I mean, if you're a beat cop and you're in a car, your job is pretty much to collect revenue for whatever city or county you work for or state if you're if you're a state. Mm-hmm. Well, and, the good news is that, you know, if you want to be a, a cop because you want to help people, then there's actually quite a number of different ways that you can help people in this nation and in others. Um, some people, though, not I'm not talking about your buddy, but some people want to be a cop because they want to shoot people or just Mm -hmm. have the power to shoot people or just feel like they have authority over somebody else because everybody else has shat on them their whole lives. And to quote Doug Stanhope, if you're one of those assholes who want to who want to go around killing people with it with impunity, join the fucking army. Right. We've got a job for you. Yeah, exactly. We already you want have to kill this people. Whole, Go, yeah, we have this Sign whole up. system of killing people outside of our country and and of other colors. 
it's great. Go join it. Yeah, and it, and even if you only do your little fucking three or four year hitch, you can get out and go get hired by Blackwater and go do it, right. and make even more money than you did in the military, and have less restrictions. Oh yeah, yeah, and have, have absolutely zero oversight. That's that's yeah, that's I don't know, man. It's it's just it's getting to the point where, and this is this is just me. I don't know if if other people are getting to this point, but I'm almost becoming numb to these stories anymore. Like for a minute, it really. I was like, whoa, wow. I never thought I'd see this in my lifetime. People like seriously going, hey, look, take a look at this shit. But now it's just like every week it, another story comes out. And I don't know if I feel so much numb. It's, it's like surreal. Well, it's just like, what, what's going to happen now? Because they just keep coming out and nothing, nothing changes. Right. You know? I mean, it, it feels like nothing but uh, it, it's nothing but ominous to me now. We're like, this is going to be something that we're going to be look back on and say, eh, look, it, it was all there in front of us. We saw all the steps leading up to whatever X is, some huge fucking riot. Somebody burns down a police station. I don't fucking know. I don't want to give anybody any ideas, so I'm not going to elaborate. But, you know, there's there's some, at a certain point, the situation is we're either going to learn how to fix it, which doesn't seem like we're making any headway on that, or it's going to become uh, an unattainable situation that will just blow up on us. See, I just honestly don't see it. I don't don't see an end game for this that ends well. It's one of those things I just, I I foresee it getting a lot worse before it gets better. And that's got me worried because like I said before many times, you know, I have a wide variety of friends, an eclectic group. And, you know, how long until something like this hits home in my group of friends to where it's now it's no longer, you know, people you don't know on TV you're seeing. Now it's hit so close to home. It's like, all right, what, you know, at that point I'm I'm going, well, this could have been stopped. What could we have done? Well, you know, a lot of people like to prop up the idea of this country is great because we can we can change leadership even from a Democrat to a Republican without violence, right? Which mm. is something because there's a lot of other nations out there where they can't have smooth transitions of power without a lot of people dying. But anytime that real change, real change has happened in this nation, there's been a lot of violence and a lot of bloodshed leading up to and after that change. Yeah, and here's what's really starting to worry me is that the people... It's not just the, the, the militia types and the, you know, super idealistic, willing to die for my beliefs and my cause types. It's getting to be more and more. I'm hearing people I would consider average everyday people get to the point where they're just like, you know, I'm sick of this shit. And they're on opposite sides of, of the subject mm-hmm. and they're scratching. I mean, and they're just wanting to scrap. They're looking for an excuse to fucking start going at each other. And it's like, that's not a good combination if you if you mix that all up in a bowl and, and, and try to serve it to, you know, the American oh, yeah. people. Let's we're see. not we're not exactly known for our patience right. and, you know, sensible you get a group of people together, it's not like, you know, we're gonna be sensible and say, let's sit down and talk about this. No, we're gonna have right. mass fucking chaos. And it's just gonna take really I'm surprised this hasn't happened yet. I'm surprised private citizens, these like, you know, Minutemen, former military people who volunteer to go and watch in, 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 uh, Ferguson and you know watch over stores and everything. I'm surprised they haven't just popped a fucking another private citizen yet because when that happens, that's when all hell's going to break loose. And I'm not talking like some, you know, Zimmerman type shit. I'm talking about 
a group of protesters, a group of fucking these people that are protecting, you know, whatever, the Constitution. I don't understand how they're protecting the Constitution by being out there in Ferguson waving guns around with angry protesters, but whatever. And violence erupts, and then it escalates, and then the next thing you know, what are the cops going to do? They're going to have to go in and just fucking just start clearing everybody out. And that's just going to be, that's just not going to be a good scene. And both sides are going to have their excuses. See? They mowed us down. That is a grim prediction. I can't say I disagree with you in the least that uh, we're going to see something like this in the, this nation's future if we don't get ahead of this issue. But we don't really have a good track record of getting ahead of things, which... I guess kind of goes back to my previous point. We let it get to the point of violence before real change happens. And it's just, it, it. we are, as much as we'd like to think we're a proactive country, for the most part, no. when it comes to shit like this, we are very much re- kidding me. Re- reactive. We, you we're going to have to see... We're reactionary. That's all there is to it. We're going to have to see Florida underwater and people being eaten by sharks before we do anything about climate change as a nation. There's no way we're getting ahead of this. It snowed. What happened to global warming? (laughs) Right. Well, I think it's a great spot to wrap it up this week. Oh, this is so grim. (laughs) Yes. You're doomed, all of you. Goodbye. Yeah. Sleep tight, everybody. (laughs) Get your guns while they still can. For the government takes them. I'll see. It's rubbing off on you. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Pay attention to the news for one day. I know, right? I'm just like, fuck. (laughs) But uh, everybody, if you're new, uh, thanks for hanging out. Um, Jay will be back soon. Um, We're real bummer again this week. Both shows. No, I think that was an. I think we had inspiring conversations both times, and we spoke very frankly. I don't really think it was serious, grim issues in a lot of cases, but uh, I don't know if it was a bummer. I don't know. I would really like. I, I I highly doubt he would do it, but I would really like to get my buddy on for at least a segment at one point. But I just don't know if he would be comfortable doing it because, like I said, you know, and and like you said, Aaron, you know. <sighs> If he comes on and he wasn't just venting and this is the way he feels, you know, if you pose the question to him, well, then why don't you quit? I mean, that could get ugly quickly. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> that That's exactly what I was thinking, because I'm like, I'm not just going to like shut up and <laughs> and not state my opinion all of a sudden. <laughs> That's not yeah. been known to happen in many instances. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And touching on the former episode, uh, yeah, it would most likely be over the internet <laughs> through a, sn- a Skype connection, so everybody could get their uh, their internet tough guy balls on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I don't have to look him in the eyes. Oh, I'm taking him out. <laughs> what you gonna do? Hit the red button. Hang up on me. All right. All right, then. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and we will catch you on Friday. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net